It's good, uh, it's good to see everyone. Shkaya for coming. And the Medrash tells us on the Pasuk in next week's parasha of Adaga Shabbat Yor Mesa that Mimaka's Dam Hashiru Yisrael. From the Maka of Dam, Klal Yisrael became wealthy. Because the Medrash tells us wherever the Mitzrayim went to take water from, whether it was from uh, the river or for, from some other source, all the water turned to blood. The only way that they were able to uh, obtain water that would not turn to blood is if they bought it from Klal Yisrael. They had to buy it from them. That would be the only way they would be able to have uh, water that was fit for consumption. So Mikan Hashiru Yisrael, because they had to sell them water, the only water they were able to to uh, to drink from, uh, Klal Yisrael became wealthy in the process. In fact, the Paradis Yosef writes that that's the basis for the Gemara Mesechus Megillah. The word domim could either mean blood or could either mean money because the water for the Mitzrayim was blood. But that same water for Klal Yisrael became a source of Parnassah, became a source for money, so domim is tarti mashma. So it's interesting that until this point in Jewish history, for the most part, Klal Yisrael had been farmers, had been shepherds, the other Sakadoshim, farmers and shepherds. And with the exception, perhaps, of Yosef, uh, this is the first time that Klai is expanding into other, uh, into other industries. <coughs> and Klai here becomes um, part of the food industry, and particularly selling food or water or blood to the Mitzrayim. So I thought perhaps it's an opportunity to discuss uh, a, a Jew selling uh, food, and we'll see, discuss particularly Macholas Asuros, selling food to, uh, to Nachrim. Is that permitted, or is that uh, not allowed? So that's really a topic that we're going to see. It's going to be derived from two uh, sources in the Gemara, from the Pasuk and Parashat Shemini. But the Mishnah, the Sukha begins with the Mishnah, Mesech the Shviyas. The Mishnah tells us, She'ein ois in scher be'perashviyas. Not only is one not allowed to do scher with perashviyas, now perashviyas represents a category of Yisurim that are not only also b'achila, but they're also in Hanoi as well. They're also in other forms of benefit. And we have other types of Yisurim like uh, perashviyas. You have Kiloi HaKerem, if wheat and grapes are grown together, or you have Arla, the first three years that a tree produces fruit, that fruit is also bahana or Basa Becholov, meat that's cooked in milk, is not only also to be eaten, it's also in other forms of benefit as well. So you not be allowed to sell it, to engage in business, buy or sell it, that'd be a form of, the money you would obtain in the process would be a form of, of, of Hana. However, what about with regards to other types of Isurim? Not like Shviyas. Any other trefa item, nevelis, trefas, shkatsim, v'ramasim, one is not allowed to eat them, but they are mutter and hana, mutter and other forms of benefit. Is one allowed to engage in business with regards to these items? So says the Mishnah, no, not only ain't oitz and schayr, but perashviyas, you're not allowed to do schayr when it comes to perashviyas, loy bin nevelis, beloy bin trefas, loy bin shkatsim, beloy bin ramasim. You're not allowed to do uh, business with nevelis and trefas, shkatsim, v'ramasim, even though they really also are only bachila. They're pro- prohibited to do, uh, in the Mutter and Hanah, the other forms of benefit, they're prohibited to do business with them. So the Talmud Yushami Mesech Tashviyas has one source for this halacha. From the Pasuk in Parashashmini, in connection with Nevelis and Shkots and Viramasim, where the Pasuk uh, states twice, Temeim Heimolochem, and then Temeim Yehiyulochem. It should be impure to you, is redundant, says it twice. Echad Iser Achila, Echad Iser Hanah. One for an Isra Achila, one for an Isra Hana. Now, this doesn't mean that Nevelis, Trefish, Kosovo, Ramos, and also in all forms of benefit is limited specifically to doing business. So the Gra changes the Girsa. So why does it say Isra Hana? The Gra changes the Girsa to Isra Schera. 
But we'll get to it at the end. I think perhaps the Girsa as it is is significant. That's why it's quoted by the Rishonim. Echad Isra Achila, Echad Isra Hano, not a not a, uh, a far-reaching Isra Hano, only with regards to Isra Shchira. So that's the source that Talmud Yerushalmi has. It is halachi and allowed to engage in business in Macholas Asuros. But however, the Talmud Yerushalmi limits this in two ways. The first is Kol Dover She Isra Dvar Torah Also Lasas Beschira. The only time it's also is if it's also you're dealing with an item that's also midairaisa. Called Davashi Suramit and even a suffix is midairaisa. Rabbi Kiva Eger adds over here, Kol Davash Asaminatara, af suffix isa. So if there's a kashash isa dairaisa, you're not allowed to do business with this item to buy it, sell it. However, the Yushalmi says, going back, Kol Davashi Suramit Devrehen, if it's only Asaminatarabonon, Mutalasas Boschera. You're allowed to do business with this item. It's only limited to Yisurim Midei Raisa. No Svara given. That's the statement of the Yushalmi. So the Levush therefore writes, this whole Indian is brought in one Sif, one Simen in Shulchan Aruch, Simen Kuf Yudzayin. So the Levush writes, and that one uh, Simen, one Sif, Hilkoch, therefore, if you have Chalav Akum, or Gvinos Akum, or Pas Akum, or Bishal Akum, which are all Isurim that Chazal instituted to distance us from the Umas HaOlam, from intermarrying, so those are only Osimid Rabban, one won't be allowed to engage in business in Bishal Akum, or uh, Pas Akum, all of those are allowed. Interestingly, though, the Levush Asur Stam Yenam. Why? Because the Samyenum, according to one opinion, is also because it's a Chashash Nisuch. Not only because he might come to marry his daughter, because maybe they used it in their Avodah Zorah practices. And if they did, it would be also not only in Achila, but it would be also in Hanah too. So since it's kind of a derivative, it stems from a, a, a Chashash Nisuch, so therefore it's not only also in Achila, it's also in all forms of, uh, perhaps all forms of Hanah, and you would not be allowed to engage in business in Samyenum. But if you're just dealing with an Isidur Abonon, then it sounds like uh, that is quoted by the Shachnach, that's allowed, based on the statement of, of the Yushalmi. Interestingly, the Pishrei Tshuva, in this one simin, Sifkan Aleph, Simen Kuf Yudzayin, quotes in the name of the Pritayar. The Pritayar is the Archaim HaKadosh Sefer on Yerodeah. So in the Pritayar he says, blood is also mutter to do, you're not allowed to eat it, but it's mutter to do uh, business with, uh, with blood. Why? Even though all machol sasuris, blood is mutter and hana, but all machol sasuris, you're not allowed to do business with it. However, blood, he says, is allowed because the pasuk says loy seichlenu parshas rei loy seichlenu ala ares tishbechenu kamayim. You should spill it on the floor like water. So that's where the gemara m'sachim derives that blood is not only yaser and achila, but it's mutter and hana because it's connected, it's compared to water, just like water is mutter and hana. So so to water is mutter. Uh, just, uh, so to just like water is mutter and hana, so to dam. Blood is mutter and hana. Blood's not a food. It's not a food product. You're not selling it as a food. Interesting. What are you talking about? So people sell. So the pesach therefore says this connection goes further. Not only is it mutter and hana, it's mutter to in in. You're allowed to sell it. Do it. You can allow to do schayer with dam. So it's nagea. Why the goyim cook things? They boil things. They fry things in blood. There's a whole thing called a whole blood sausages. It's a delicacy by the by the goyim. Huh? All of Africa. Oh, eat blood. Mamish. So you're allowed to engage in that business. <laughs> you want to be in the blood business, you're allowed. It says in Pisgah Tshuva that that's, um, that that's excluded. Okay, so that's one exclusion that the Talmud Yushalmi has. one exclusion that Talmud Yushalmi has. There's an easy to engage in Shechira with Machalos Asuros, the redundancy to Meim Yulachem, but Yisurim the Rabbanon are excluded. They're allowed. The second uh, head that the Talmud Yushalmi has 
is what about Hare Chamor? What, I can't own a donkey? You can't buy a donkey? You can't sell a donkey? Well, you're not allowed to own it? Very Chamor. Says the Gemara, No, that you grow in order to do Malacha, not as a food. Not to eat it. Very Gomor. What about a camel? Also Malacha who Godel. You're only using it, uh, to, you, know, you have no intention of eating this item. Unless you have an intention of eating it, so then it's, uh, uh, it's, uh, it's to do Shire with that item. Taisus also makes this point. Taisus in Mesechtas Psachim asks, we'll see, the Gemara Psachim calls this Easter as well, in a slightly different way, but the uh, Taisus uh, asks, well, I mean, if there's an Easter to do Shire with Machalos Asuros, how are we able then to own or to buy and sell uh, camels and donkeys? So says Taisus, it's only talking about things that are edible. And he proves it from a Gemara Mesechus Bavakama. The Gemara Mesechus Bavakama says that there's an Isa Midrabon on a curse upon a person who raises pigs. Zirim. Why? Because Amaisa Shahoy at the time of Korban Beis Hamikdash, where after the Romans laid siege to Shalayim, they were continuing to send animals over the wall for Karbonus. It was kind of like a humanitarian thing, you know. Sending animals over the wall so the Kaiser should be able to bring the Karbonus. Then a certain Moiser came to the Roman government. He said, you haven't been able to conquer Yushalayim because they keep bringing their Karbonos. If you send over, uh, you stop sending over the animals, they won't be able to bring their Karbonos. Yushalayim will fall. So instead, they took his advice and they sent over a pig over the wall instead of the animals for the Karbonos. The pig stuck its nails into the wall and his daza Yushalayim, Yushalayim shook, and shortly after Yushalayim fell. So they made a a curse against anybody who raises pigs in Yushalayim, in Eretz Yisrael, not allowed to do it. So Frek Taisus, but why? It's an Easter Midoraisim Tamadamin Baruba also Isirim Table Gay Midoraisa Osir. It's also because of this redundancy. Tameim Hemalochem, Tmeim Yulochem, Echadis Achila, Echadis Aranadi, you're not allowed to do Sher with Machal Sasuras. Learn it out from there. What I need examined the Rabban Vishloimar says Taisus, perhaps it was to add a curse. Or it says Tazinami, hide the Osmidoraisa, Hanulishaka Vilim Kolanochri Lecho. That's if you want to eat it. But if you, just, if you have other things in mind, let's say I have in mind I want the fat, or I want the skin. So then says Taisus, it should have been allowed even to engage in business with a chazir. Certainly, chazirim are normally raised, I believe, for food. That's why people raise them. Whereas camels and donkeys serve another purpose. I mean, they can carry things around. They're good for transportation too. So Taisus says, even though most people raise pigs for food, if you have in mind something else, uh, then it's allowed. Because you don't intend for it as a food. That's Taisa Shita. That he interprets this Yushalmi, if you don't have in mind for food, it's allowed. It doesn't mean Rav Oilam doesn't have in mind for food. It means if you don't have in mind for food, then it's allowed. The Rajba quotes the Heter, but differently. The Rajba says it depends what most people have in mind. The Rajba says, says the Rajba, it depends what most people have in mind. Do they have in mind to, to, um, for food? Or do they have in mind for transportation or something, you know, for labor? What if it's food for someone else, like a koi who eats horses? Horse meat. Then, then for sure it's also. That's the Easter. To sell him non kosher food is an Easter. That's, that's Easter. But does Rav Eilam eat horse meat? Uh, there was a scandal when a certain restaurant was serving a horse. No? It's packaged already as horse meat. Once it turns into horse meat. Oh, to get once it's packaged, yeah, yeah for sure. But it's but a live horse, you're right. right. But let's say the oil would eat. I think the Arabs eat camels. So if you eat camels, let's say you're in a land where they eat camels. Okay, so then camels. Are, according to the Raj, but camels would be usher. 
But if you're in a place where they don't eat, or in, uh, China they eat cats, I think. No, China they eat anything. Any dogs, everything. anything. So then it'd be us, sir. So it'd be us, sir. So it depends, says the Rashi. Well, most people do. But according to Tyson, it depends what you have in mind. The cash on the Rajba is, the cash on the Rajba is, if it depends what most people do, so then why do I need Xeramidurabanan to Asa raising pigs back to Tyson's Kasha? What do I need Xeramidurabanan? You can't raise pigs and a curse on the one who raises pigs. Most people raise pigs in almost all cultures, raise pigs uh, as a food item, not for transportation or for labor. So the Rajba. Patches up in the opinion of the Rajma is this whole Easter is only midrabanan. Says the Rajma, the whole Easter is Gzera Shema Yovalechomeham. The reason why you're not allowed to do business in Machalas Asuras is because you might come to eat from it, to snack from it uh, along the way. As you're doing business, you take a little bit. So says the Rajma, the whole Easter over here we're dealing with is only midrabanan. So all the Gemara means to introduce in Baba Kama is a curse on top of this whole Easter midrabanan, which is the issue we'll get back to uh, a little bit in a few, in a few minutes. According to Tysus, one minute we're dealing with an Easter midraisa. According to the Rashba, we're dealing with an Easter midrabanan. Yeah. How do the slaughterhouses today sell? Oh, we'll get there. We'll get there. We'll get there. We'll get there. Excellent point. Okay, so this is another exception to the rule. One exception to the rule of this Easter of doing business with Machal Sasurais is if it's also Midrabanan. Or, says the Yushami, if it's not raised uh, or you're not uh, selling it as a food item. So therefore, let's say a person wants to sell furs. It was always a Yiddish Geshefft, was to be in the fur business. So to sell furs is, is not a problem. Even though you can't eat them, they're not being sold as a food. Or certainly to sell pets. I had a friend who was uh, in the... In the uh, Exotic bird business. So if you want to be in the bird business, it's also it's a lucrative business. It's also uh, it's also okay. Or if you re- or to buy a pet, certainly what? What about a third party investment? So we're gonna get to it. We're gonna get to it. We're gonna get to it. Excellent point. Or Moshe uh, even as a truva and chelik beis of Yerodeah similar mitzayin about selling in uh, dog food. Or let's say you have a fish, a goldfish. You don't intend to eat the goldfish. Okay, so it's allowed to buy it. But um, but what about the goldfish food? Can I buy food for the goldfish with worms and whatever? So Maisha says, yes, it's not a food item. Dog food, too. It's not a food item. If dog food has basa b'cholav, you maybe you're not allowed to feed it to your dog, which many times dog food does. You're not allowed to feed it to the dog because you're being nana from basa b'cholav, which is also not only in Achil, it's also in Hanor. But in terms of this Easter of engaging in business, it refers to food items that we generally regard as food. So Maisha says... Uh, the dog food, um, the dog food uh, would be allowed. Okay, so those are the. That's the way the Yushami presents the Easter. Again, the Mishnah says you're not allowed to not only eat machos asuras, you're not allowed to engage in schayra in buying or selling it. The Yushami derives it from a redundancy of tameim yu lachem. It should be tame to you. And Yushami has two exceptions. Number one, isurim derabanan. Number two, if it's not meant as a food item. Uh, either Tysus had you don't intend for it or the Rajma said most people don't intend for it as a food item uh, then it is allowed the Gemara Masech of Sachim though presents this Iser I think slightly differently and learns it out from a different source the Shalmi I'm sorry the Gemara Masech of Sachim learns it out in a discussion of the statement of Rebbe Avo if you've ever learned the second parak Masech of Sachim this sugi seems to go on for, uh, for a while it goes on for a few blot all based on one statement of Rabbi Avo. Rabbi Avo said, Rabbi Avo, wherever the Torah prohibits something in Achila, it generally implies two things an Isra Achila and an Isra Hana. Unless we have Xeris HaKosov to tell us that it's Mutter and Hana. But Bistam, that's our general. Uh, 
posture, a position is that if it's Asr and Achila, it's included uh, as well in Easter Hanav. How do you know? Because the Torah goes out of its way to say by Nevela that it's mutter in, uh, in Hanah. Because the Pasuk says, You can't eat a Nevela, but what can you do? You give it, to, give it or sell to the Nachri. So you see that the Torah went out of its way to permit it in Hanah. Even though it's us, is it an Achila? Why would I think it's us and Hanah? It must be the implication of being us and Achila is that it's us and Hanah as well. So says the Gemara, is that really true? The Gemara goes on to question this from many different Yisurim. So one of the things the Gemara brings up in the course of that discussion is Shratzim. Very Shratzim, the Rachmana, Amar Sheketz, Hu Lo Yeachel. Same parasha, parasha Shmini. Shratzim, Ramasim, it's a bug. Lo Yeachel, you shouldn't eat it. Vitnan, and we have a Mishnah, a person who's in the business of trapping uh, animals. He sets out traps, or net, and he catches a mintame. So the Pasik says you shouldn't eat it, but that maybe implies an Easter Hana. But yet over here, it says you're allowed to sell it to the Nachri. If by accident you catch it in your trap. <coughs> And for the Gemara, shiny hasim darma cross sheketz hu lo hu lochem. The pasuk says by shkatsim, you're right. It should have been also, and I know you shouldn't have been allowed to sell it either. But there's another special zeres hakasuv. Not only lo yachel, but sheketz hu lochem. It belongs to you. Shalachem yehei it's muter and hana. One minute. If it's muter and hana, ihachi afil chachil nami. Why can't I be in the business of selling worms, of selling shkatsim, of selling uh, non kosher animals? Afil chachil nami. Shani hacha. It's different over here. The Amar Kra. The pasuk says sheketz yehiyu lochem. It should be for you. What's yehiyu lochem? Behavayasin yehu. It should remain status quo. Meaning, if you have it, you're allowed to sell it. If you don't have it, you should not go out of your way to obtain it in order to sell it. Meaning, if I set out a trap, and by accident I catch uh, a mintame, it happened. So you, you, I can sell it and benefit from it. But I'm not supposed to go out of my way to deliberately purchase, um, uh, to engage in schera of machol asasuras. Okay, so the, the Bavli learned that out from a different pasuk. Really, it sounds like in the context of Yisuri Achila. It should have been Asr and Achila, it should have been Asr and Ana. No, Sheketz Yulachem, it should remain in its status quo. And uh, that if you have it, then it's allowed. If you don't have it, it's not allowed. And that's, uh, so that, that's the halacha of uh, Nizdamin. If I happen to come across, Machol Asasuris is also an exception to the rule. Let's say a person uh, runs a shlacht house and they uh, shecht the animals, but uh, once in a while there's a tray for or they make an avela. So then the, not, the kosher slaughterhouse is allowed to sell the nevelo, the trefer, to the nochri. It's nizdamin. It just happened like that. I didn't intend to have nevelos and trefers. So since you didn't intend to have it, you happen to come across it. So then uh, it is allowed. Or if a person is a fisherman and he catches non-kosher fish, together with the kosher fish, he's allowed to sell it. But in the slaughterhouses, consistently. Yes. Like- it's, it's a big part of their business. Correct. But they don't intend for it. They would love it if every animal would be kosher. No, it's not kosher. One thing. 
If every animal would be kosher, would they be happier? Would they make more money? Right. Okay. So it's nizdamin. Nizdamin. We'll get to your case. We'll get to what you're implying in a second. They sell the they sell the kid anasha. They sell the parts of the animal. We can't eat that. That's nizdamin. You have to. Oh, oh, okay. Okay. We'll get we'll get to your point. We'll get to your point. We'll get to it. We'll get to it. We'll get to it. We'll get to it. Huh? No. Oh, we'll get to it. We'll get to that too. Okay. So Rabbi says. So it says in the Ramah. It says in the Ramah, another example of this is, let's say, Rabbi Sai, it says in the Ramah, let's say, here is the Sif is quoted in Shulchan Aruch, I'm sorry, this is the Sif in Shulchan Aruch, all these Isurim are found. So the Ramah writes at the end of the first line, you're not allowed to give a loan where the mashkin, the collateral for the loan, is macholas asuras. You're not allowed to do that. That's called engaging in business. Engaging in scherz macholas asuras, that's the collateral for the loan. At the same time, the Ramah says, if... Um, and the third line, let's say I have an outstanding loan, and the guy wants to pay me back in Machalas Asuras. I didn't, that wasn't the collateral on the loan in the first place, that's how he wants to pay me back. Well, the place can say, let's say I'm an investment banker, and the guy doesn't have money to pay me out, I mean, it's not my uh, area, but they don't have money to pay me out, so instead he'll give me in a chalik of the business. Or, you know, and the, the, the business is Machalas Asuras. I didn't want to go into that business, that's how he's going to pay me, because he doesn't have uh, liquid assets. So, okay, that's Nizdamin. It just happened. I, I didn't want that from the, from the outset. It wasn't my intention. Then it is allowed. At least you're going to get your money out. So if you get your money out, then it's allowed. Well, let's say Anachri presents me with a gift. A guy gives me a, you know, a, a tray, f- I don't know, you know, bottle of, of wine or something else. Uh, wine, we said, is a problem. But a, a tray, f- bottle of something, you know, it's not Osir and Anor. Stam Yenam, we treat like Yai Nesach. It's Osir and Anor. But there's some other item which I can't really benefit from. So am I allowed now to give it to another Nachri or to sell to a Nachri? So the Shach says, normally you're not allowed to not only engage in Shechira Machalas Asuros, you can't even give a present of Machalas Asuros to somebody, because as we all know, presents is a form of, uh, of a form of business. I give, why do I give you a present? I give you a present because I expect something, uh, I have to, to shatter anybody's image, but you give presents because you, you, uh, you expect something in return. That's the whole heter, to give presents to the Nachrim come uh, this time of the year, when people have the habit of uh, giving uh, tips or presents to Nachrim, even though there's an Easter in the Torah, Pashtvashanan, Loisichanim, Lotitein, Lohem, the Gemara says in Avodazar and Davchof, you're not allowed to give a gratuitous present to the to an Ovid Kechavim, but if you expect something in return, so then it is allowed. It's not a matnas chinam. So Salt over here says the Shach, you're normally not allowed to give a present to a Nachri of Machalas Asuros, but let's say he gives it to me. It's this Dame. What am I supposed to do with this thing? I didn't intend to get it, so now I'm allowed to give it. I'm allowed to engage in business with this uh, Machalas Asuros. I'd be allowed, uh, I'd be allowed <coughs> to sell it. If it just happens like that, that's called Nizdamin. What about, though, engaging in a business where I know from the outset, I intend, as we were discussing before, for Machalas Asuros and for Machalam Mutarim. So the Bach has a diuk. It didn't just happen like that. I know I'm going to catch both. I have both. So the Bach has a diuk in the Lashon HaTur that that is allowed. The Tur writes in Simen Kuf Yud Zayin, Oishet Sod, or I trap, Temeim Im HaTahoyrim, that which is Machos uh, Asur together with that which is Mutter, Mutter Lemoichrim, then you're allowed to sell it. So writes the Bach, a diuk in the Lashon of the Torah, Eagle Amedic, but Lashon Rabbeinu, Midaloi Kosov, he doesn't say the Lashon of the Rambam, which is, Oishen Nitzoidu, which is uh, Lashon Ovar. I catch, 
to marry him with Tahirim. Here it sounds like I set out to do this uh, from the outset. I should sword to marry him. So, Master, that's our I feel in this cabin, lots of to marry that it's allowed. The box says, even if you get engaged in a business, well, I know from the outset I'm going to get both. <coughs> then it's uh, then it's mutter. That's called kind of like Nizdamin. So I mean, it sounds like it's not something that happened. It's something that uh, that's the head to the box. The box sounds like it's something you intend to do. He says, as long as, huh? As long as, you, even if you intend for the tameim and the tarim, as long as you don't have intention for that which is machol sasuus alone, then it's allowed. So the night of Yehuda has a tshuva about this, about the, in the furrier business, they wanted to sell rabbit fur, but someone has to skin the rabbits. So who's going to skin the rabbits? The yid doesn't want to skin the rabbits. That's a gadish malacha. So he's going to sell it to, uh, he's going to sell it to a guy. The problem is, he's selling machol sasuus. So the Nachi, all he wants is the first. He's going to buy the dead. It's not a Yiddish Gishef either to go hunting. So he's going to have a guy hunt. He'll buy the dead rabbits, but now they're on the skin. So he's going to sell the dead rabbits. <coughs> Nachi, Nachi will skin it, and he'll sell and buy back the skins. But he's in the process selling the uh, dead rabbits together with the meat. So Nachi Behuda yeah. says that allowed... According to Rajah, it's not a problem. Huh? According to Rajah, it's not a problem. Why not? It's not really blachila. What are you talking about? The rabbit meat? What do they do with it? Yeah, yeah, what are you talking about? Yeah. They're going to eat the rabbit meat. All of the plants. So he says, the Nebuchadnezzar says, it's like Ms. Damon. The Nebuchadnezzar says, I wanted the skins. The meat comes along as a nochlepper. I didn't want that. I really wanted the skins. Even though it's inherent in the business model, the Nebuchadnezzar calls that calls that Nizdamin. The Aruch HaShulchan also has a famous heter in this simon where the Aruch HaShulchan discusses a person who owns a grocery store. And before the current uh, grocery, the Jewish uh, kosher grocery store revolution, explosion, uh, they used to, we used to buy uh, kosher food together with the non-kosher food in the store. We used to have to shop through stores and look for kosher food. So, can a Jew own a store where he's going to sell kosher food and trefer food? Why would he sell trefer food? Because he wants to increase his revenue and open it up not only to Jewish population, non Jewish population too. So, or some products, in order to buy the kosher product, you have to buy the whole line. So, you have to buy the non kosher flavors and the kosher flavor, you know, in order to get the kosher flavors. So, Chashulchan says that's all allowed. Why is it all allowed? Because in order, I want to sell the kosher food to the Yidden. In order to stay in business, I have to sell non-kosher food too. So the night of Yehuda treats that as nizdamin. That's part of the business. I'm temeim imatoherim. That's the hetter of the Bach. And as long as you have intention for both. Trey wine. Wine, we said not. Wine, we treat stamyenim. Uh, we treat as chashash nisos. So be also no, no, so not no. Really, a Jew can't own a liquor store. He can sell kosher wine. Only kosher wine. I think so. He wouldn't be in business for wine. Ramosh is not happy yeah. with this heter. This is a this is a controversial Aruch Hashulchan. Ramosh is not happy with the heter. Ramosh says, "What say I want to eat treif? So if you eat kosher as you're eating the treif, that's mata to eat the treif. <laughs> What's the heter over here? Just because I'm buying kosher food together with the treif of food, so then I'm allowed to engage in schayr. The treif of food is also in schayr. What difference does it make that I'm selling kosher food at the same time? Ramosh has a hard time buying the svar of the bach. But Ramosh says, "Ramosh it's the bach, the Aruch Hashulchan." So Ramosh says, "One is allowed to uh, one is allowed uh, to do this." Well, what? Isn't the point that it allows him to 
No, it's because he really wants to sell the kosher food. He can't only sell the kosher food. Yeah. Oh, let's say you go, you go fishing. I assume the people who trap fish can't only catch kosher fish. It's not possible. It's part of the business model. That's allowed. Hold on. Yeah. What am I going to do? He can't label it as kosher. You find stories that do that. You can't label. Okay, but if they're they're buying could not kosher food from somebody. I'm not advertising to the Jews. It's not my fault. They're buying. They don't buy from me. They buy from somebody else. But there's two sources for this halacha, as we mentioned. One is in the Talmud Yushalmi that derives it from a pasuk of Tmeim Yulachem, a redundancy, <coughs> that it should be Tame to you, and the phrase that is in Iser Hana, and there are two exceptions that are mentioned. One is, Isurim Derabanan are allowed. And one is that if you don't attend for food, it's allowed. It doesn't mention the heter of Nizdamin. If I happen to come across it, then it's allowed. It's interesting. The heter of the Bavli doesn't appear in the Yushalmi. The Bavli quotes a separate source, which is what? <laughs> which is derived um, from Isuri Achila, Shekets, Loisei Achel. You shouldn't eat it. That it belongs to you, and if you happen to come across it, then it's allowed. And it's interesting, the exclusions of the Yushalmi don't appear in the Bavli. They don't have Yisurim Derabanan, or if I don't intend for food, then it's allowed. And they quote two separate psukim, which seem to imply that perhaps we're dealing with two different uh, positions or understandings of this Yisur. According to the Yushalmi, it sounds like it's because uh, the reason you're allowed to do Shkher is because you're benefiting from an item which is Tomei. You're not only allowed not to eat it, but you're not allowed <coughs> to derive a certain one form of benefit, which is uh, buying and selling it. That's, it sounds like you're benefiting from the item, um, 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 be profiting from this item, which itself is detestable in the eyes of the Torah. From the Gemara, uh, the, and therefore an Isidur Abonin, is not necessarily Tomei. It's not as detestable in the same way. And also, an animal which is not uh, for, for consumption, is not, is not detestable necessarily, or objectionable. However, the Bavli derives from a separate Isidur. It's kind of like a chashash that I might come to eat it, as the Rajba said. It's a chashash, you might come to eat it. Or the shach, on the next page, the shach in, in Beis <coughs> writes that it's not only you might come to eat it, but it's a maris eye, and it looks like people will say, oh, he's selling it, he's probably eating it too. But it sounds like it's kind of an, an extension of the fact that you're not allowed to eat these items, you're not allowed to engage in business with them either, because that might lead you uh, to eat them. And then the head of the Babli makes sense, which is that if it's Nizdamin, I'm not engaging in this business, I happen to come across it. There's nothing I can do. Uh, it, it just happened by chance, but it's not my business, and people are not necessarily going to think that you ate, you eat it. It just happened to happen once in a while, if it's on a temporary, uh, non-permanent basis. But it seems to be two different understandings of this Isa that we have, one that's coming from the Yishami, one that's coming from the Bavli. Is this because you're profiting from Achalas HaSuris, which itself is objectionable in the eyes of the Torah, or is this because you might come to eat it? That's why the Rashba feels the whole Isa is going to Rabbanon. Because you might come to eat it. That's like a kind of an Isa to Rabbanon or a Marasayan, because you might come to eat it. But you're not supposed to engage in business with Machos Asuras because you might come to eat them. So is the Isa to profit from them, or is the Isa because you might come to eat them? What does Yushami do with the Pasuk? A Mochala and Velas. The Pasuk says you're allowed to sell it. You're allowed to sell it. So what does Yushami do with that? Oh, oh, oh. Oh, you're allowed to sell uh, an Avela? Yeah. 
if you happen to have it. Oh, what would you show me do? Good question. The Gemara and Sachem about Stam is also So I mean, normally uh, we would say anytime it's also an Achil, it's also an too. So, but here's an exception. But it sounds like this is included in that discussion of Isuri Achila, and it's doing business kind of like an extension of doing uh, eating it, because you might come to eat it, nosh on it as you're doing business. From the Yushalmi, it sounds like it's because this is an objectionable item, as opposed to Yisurim Darabonon, and uh, therefore not only should you not eat it, you shouldn't be profiting from it either. At the end of the day, you know, to go back just a bit, your workers work in your house, and they're hungry. We'll get to, get to the last thing, we'll get to it, I promise, in two, two minutes, okay? Lamaisa, we passing like all the exceptions. So it's hard to know. We passing Yisurim Darbanan are allowed, and Isdamin is allowed. If it's not fit, if it's not fit for consumption, it's, it's, it's not a food item. It's allowed. But how do we then understand this Easter? So that seems to be a running machlekes hapaiskim with regards to numerous issues that come up Lamaisa very much. The p- one issue where you just see it, it doesn't come up Lamaisa necessarily so much. But the Piskei Chuva discusses what about selling fruits and vegetables that have bugs. There are certain fruit vegetables that are infested with bugs. Can I sell those fruits and vegetables? Well, you can't eat them. There's bugs inside. Machalas asuras. Can I sell the fruits and vegetables? Or maybe I can't. So it's two days in the Pisgah Tshuva. Calls the name of the Prima Godim. No. Then he calls the name of Brichadosh. The yes. What's the issue? Well, the issue is... If it's a fear, as I'm selling this vegetable, I might come to nosh on, you know, whatever vegetable it is. So then, uh, it should be answer. But if, it's, you know, if it's that, that kind of easer. But if the easer is because I'm profiting from Achalas Asuras, you don't profit, you don't sell the vegetable for more expensive, you know, higher price, because I'm selling you bugs too, you know. You don't sell for a higher price. If, if anything, you don't profit from the bugs at all. If anything, you lose. Because now they have to wash it. So, so you're not profiting from the Achalas Asuras. Yeah. You have to pay less for the buck, so you are profitable. Why? So, so you're, you're, the you're the buyer. 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 you uh, because you might uh, come to eat it. <coughs> Rabbi Moshe brings this suffix in the name of the Chsam Soifer. Chsam Soifer was discussing what if I want to be a waiter in a non-kosher restaurant. <coughs> or he was discussing if uh, a nachri is going to hire me to manage uh, a tray for a restaurant. I'm not really profiting. The guy's being paid a salary. So I'm going to manage, you know, a McDonald's. I- I'm being paid a salary. I'm not really profiting from Macholas Asuras. But, or a guy's a waiter in a trade for restaurant. Profiting from the machos, he's not selling it. At the same time, he's handling it. So he might come to eat it along the way. So they, or let's say, I, can I own a McDonald's and hire a nachri to run it? I'm not handling anything, I'm not touching it, I'm not coming in contact with it. The nachri is doing it, but I'm profiting from it. So that's the subject that the Sam Seifer had, is the easer to engage in the maisa mecha chumemka, I mean, is the easer to engage in the business transaction, or is the easer to profit from it? And Chsam Seifer is not sure, so the Chsam Seifer said, we go here and here, L'Chumra. I don't know, but the Paiskim seem to go here and here, L'Kula. <laughs> they seem to adopt both, uh, Stalin L'Kula. Ramesha claims, Ramesha was asked, Shao, can a man be a pizza delivery guy? Or uh, a d- delivery man, he's going to you know, drive a truck that delivers Machol Sasuras. So Ramesha says, he thinks there you have, be- you have both Kula. I mean, you could be making a coin to both Stalin. Why? He says, Ramesha says, you're not handling it. You're not uh, handling the Machol Sasuras itself. You're just driving a truck. And Ramayish says, you, know, you can't even take from it. You're going to open up the package and start scooping out, and your pizza will arrive with one slice, and you can't do it. 
There, Ramayusha says, and you're not, if you're not profiting from it. So Ramayusha says, you're neither handling it nor are you profiting from it, then it's allowed. Or the Chassam Soifer was primarily discussing a middleman, which is also a, a very common business. A person, import-export. Or I'm, I'm a middleman, I make a, a shidduch between a buyer and a seller of macholas asuras. So is that allowed? I'm never handling it. So the Chassam Soifer says that he thinks you're not handling it, but the Chassam Soifer says, yeah, but you are profiting from it. So Chassam Soifer says, that's, that's why he brings up this Shaila, and he's not sure. So Chassam Soifer says, you can't be a middleman, unless, but Chassam Soifer says, if you never take possession of the item, let's say I buy it, but I buy it on paper, but it never comes to me, I ship it from one Nachri to the other Nachri, so the Chassam Soifer says, most is in kindness, and there's a whole guy, a whole, uh, a whole lumbus. You really never were kind of it because you never took possession of it. But that's the opinion of Kitzur Shulchan Aruch too. Is that if you never take possession of it, it never comes to your rishus, even if you're the middleman. Trade for oil. Yeah. Right. So if he says if you never take possession of it, even if you own it on paper, that's the head of the Chassam Sefer that that's uh, that's allowed. But many paiskim the melam lahoyo darchashulchan are makele to be a middleman because they're again according to one side it's allowed I'm not I'm not touching I'm not dealing with it I might own it somewhere but I'm not, I'm not actually dealing with it see or you're profiting from it so they held as long as you're not dealing with it then it's allowed because the chashash is you might come to eat it but the Chassam Seifer was Mahmoud for both so he says if you never take possession of it then you're good um, then you're good on either end one other two other issues that are related to this is the Gillian Marshall writes did you not allow to be in a shutfis with Anachri and Machol Sasuras? What? I'm a silent partner in the business. He really owns the business. Okay? I'm not going to deal with it. He's going to deal with it, but I'm investing. But I'm an, a part owner in the business. So the Gilead Marshall says you can't do that either. You can't be a part owner in the, um, in the Machol Sasuras, which also depends on this Shiloh. You're not handling with it, but at the same time, you are profiting from it. So the Gilead Marshall says even if you're a silent partner, um, they're not, but other pies can disagree because they held no. The chashash is you might come to to eat it, not only not handle it. So Rabbi Shah is Mako. You're not doing business. Yeah, yeah. You can right. touch it. Gazinta so hate. But in culinary school, I think you have to cook baza b'cholav too. So you have other problems. Right, that you're not allowed to cook. Ah, but you, is it your food? Oh, it is your food. No, I, I didn't go. I'm saying the people who go, right? I spoke to someone who went. Yeah. He, I said, what do you pass Every right. soup has, has, has milk in it. Every gorgeous soup has milk in it. Not every gorgeous Every? Not every. Okay, two, one second, two, two, two final things. But what about then to invest in a stock portfolio that only buys Malchol Asuras? So let's say, yeah, a stock in Malchol Asuras. So you invest in a mutual fund. I don't know what they're going to invest in, or invest in some, uh, you know, some fund. So there, the price can quote a landlord for a trade for risk. No, I, that, I, I, I'm not. I'm not investing in it at all. Own any of it? That you're not investing in it at all. They price can deal with that. They say that's not. I don't care what the guy does in the thing. You're not profiting from that. But over here, you're an investor in this item, unbeknownst to you. So there, they quote in the name of David Feinstein. This is no get to Pesach too. What if you invest in a company that owns chametz? So you're a shutuf in a company that owns chametz. So they quote in the name of David Feinstein in the name of Moshe that unless you have a controlling interest in the company, so then uh, and this would be a silent partner too. If you don't have a controlling interest in the company, so then even though you're profiting from it, it's not really your company. So they held that just like by chametz on Pesach, it's a corporation and you're a silent partner or something like that, or you're a silent partner in general and you don't have rights in, in terms of the business, 
So then um, they held that that's mutter hein on Pesach, or when it comes to Machalas Asuras, if I have no uh, controlling interest in this company, then it would be allowed. The final Shiloh that's Nebea to this is uh, the Ramah says, and this is so common, the Ramah says that you're not allowed to feed your workers. Look back at Ois Tes. Writes the Ramah, The Ramah says, even to buy and sell, to feed to your workers is Aser. Wow, so that, you can't, uh, you have to feed all your workers kosher food. So the Shach says, if you look at Oisid Gimel, the Shach says, no, I'm sorry, it's not Oisid Gimel, it's the other Shach, Ois Yud. Shach says, No one does this. Everyone feeds the Nachrim, tray for food. So writes the Shach, he thinks we disagree with this Ramah. That's allowed, because that's not called profit. Why are you feeding them Akolos Asuras? So I don't have to feed them kosher food, I'm saving myself money. I'm not profiting, I'm, I'm, I'm saving money. It's different than profiting. So he says, that's not business. That's not business. No, you're benefiting from it. That's Hanah. That's Hanah. But you want to feed them him, it's allowed. So says the Shach, that's not called business. That's not called business, even though you might be buying and selling it. So if you might be uh, going to the store, I mean, there's an Easter of Marasayin in general. You can't go to the store and walk out with a ham, but uh, it's a Marasayin. But if you get it delivered to, let's say you want to get it delivered to your house, a pizza or Chinese food for the, uh, from the locals, Chinese takeout for the workers in the house, uh, for the contractor or something, or you're helping the home. So the shach says that that's allowed. I can't go into the store, the, the, the trade for Chinese store, and walk out with the Chinese takeout. It's Marasayin. But if I have it delivered to the house, they send a worker. Uh, Send the worker, but then it's better, all good. One thing. Oh, so same thing. Well, same thing. The shach says. The shach says the minig is lakula. If all I'm doing is saving money, I'm not engaging in business in this item. I'm using it to save money. So then the shach says that's not called business. It would be allowed, even though you might be handling it. So that's why some paiskim are not happy with this cool of the shach. The Ramah said it's also even for your uh, even for your employees because the Ma'asi you're handling it. So I said, that's what I said. I think we go the kula on either side. The shach says the kula by the workers uh, because uh, you're not engaging in business even though you're handling it. The final thing is the dark Chuva says the best eitzah is the kola day. I think we're make on either way, even if as long as you're not handling it or it's not business. Whether whether you either have one of those kulas, it seems to be we're make that seems to be the stance of Rav Paiskim. But if we can be machmer for the other tzad, matoiv. So the Dark Yitzhuva said, Tavi, you know, it's a bal nefesh, is a nice thing. So the Dark Yitzhuva says, if you hire a nochri, I give you an allowance. You're in charge of buying food for all the employees. I give, the, I give my, the, the help in the house. Here's ten bucks, go buy yourself lunch, and she decides to buy trade food. That's up to her. That's Allah Chumar, Yaitse coin to everyone. But if the, but the, either way, I think Rav Paiskim are make like the Shach. I'll just conclude. I once had a, uh, a Rebbe who told me when I first got married, we were discussing, you know, get marriage, pre- wedding presents, invest. So he told me, it was in the mid-90s, he told me I only invest in tech stocks. He was cheshish for this. He was cheshish for being a, a, a mutual fund, a fund, they were going to get some alcohol, so he only engaged in sector funds and tech stocks, you know, and in tech funds. So then when it came, you know, the, the, the dot-com boom, this guy, yeah. he read it, he says, see? Yeah. In the end, it paid off. So anyway, so, all these things paid off. Yeah. Yeah. And then in 2000,